Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Lifestyle with Dr. Moby. I'm Dr. Moby, and let's welcome Devin. Hey, Devin. Hello, 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 Dr. Moby. Hey, uh, Devin is uh, calling us actually from. I forgot to ask you which state. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm from. I'm currently living in Alabama. Okay, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> He's like so, Alabama. Yeah. What the? <laughs> Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my God. Okay. So uh, tell us about yourself, Devin. Sure, Dr. Moby. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. And hello, everybody that will be watching this now and that is going to be watching in the future. So my name is Devin Rodriguez, and currently I'm active duty military officer. And on top of that, I have, a, I have my feet in a bunch of different buckets. I'm also a motivational speaker, a certified life and leadership coach. And I have my own podcast as well that Dr. Moby and I were talking about just before we got started. It's called the One Life Podcast. And that, that name is very sentimental to me. And it was it came out of a specific instance that I'll, we'll get to later if we get to it. But yeah. And then I also am an ultra marathon runner as well. So I run long distances and that's my sport of choice. I was never the fastest, but I can endure a lot of pain <laughs> and I am able to get my, my body into good physical shape that I'm able to do well in that sport. So yeah, I do a bunch of things, but ultimately, Dr. Moby, what I really have a, a calling to do is to empower other people to live principle-focused lives where they focus on developing these sets of principles within themselves that serves as their their guiding light instead of just relying on a thought that comes into their mind to make a decision. They can rely on principles that will enable them to really have an open mind and, and to know the answer to any decision because they know what principles are most important to them. So I'm just on a mission to do that and to, to live a life so that even when I am no longer here, I continue to live through my work. And that's what every great person throughout history has continued to do. And I intend to join that group of people as well as I believe you will as as well, Dr. Moby. So thank you for having me here today. Well, thank you. And, you know, we are honored. And first of all, you know, to be with the uh, U.S. Army and it's July 4th. And we just salute your services and thank you for your services and all everybody who is serving and in whatever roles they are. You know, it means a lot to all of us, uh, protect all of us. So. And also, you know, realize that uh, whatever anyone can do, try to help uh, the U.S. Army always. You know, I was fortunate myself to serve as, uh, you know, as a physician, and it helped a lot of folks, of course. Uh, and I learned myself a lot, too. You know, there's, uh, I think, a lot of great skills, leadership, as well as, you know, uh, confidence building as well as uh, as a person grooming you know uh, physician also I learned a lot so uh, yeah thank you for bringing that up you know uh, you're absolutely right uh, we are going to build this uh, you know good message for everyone yes, to realize sir. they can and this this is what really comes down to it's not about you me it's about you know people believing in that and um, continuing this journey. This is the hardest journey, I will say, mm, any more difficult than studying books or which are behind <laughs> me or, you know. So I think uh, ultimately comes down to, you know, tell me what really motivated you to start this. Yeah, well, what motivated me to start my journey, Dr. Moby, was seeing the transformation that personal development had in my own life. Mm. 
I grew up as an individual where for six years from the second to the eighth grade, I moved to a new neighborhood. And along with that new neighborhood came a honestly horrible experience in one aspect. And when I say that, I was bullied for six years of my life where every day was just a, a waking hell. If, if anybody's listening to this, have you ever been just a, afraid to go somewhere? Well, every day I was afraid to go to school. And the reason why was the color of my skin. I was a little bit darker than everybody. And mm. as a result, they came to view me as the outcast. Mm. And I, yes, I was beat up a lot. I couldn't leave my house. I remember one time I went to the park and I was playing basketball and the, the ball hit off the front of the rim. And then it, it ended up landing in the hands of one of the bullies. And he was four years older than me. So he picked up the ball and he kicked it. And he said, what are you going to do about it? I said, I'm not going to do nothing about it. Of course, because he was four years older than me. So that I went to proceed and walk home and I walked through the park. And then once I got to the playground, I realized that there was five of the bullies waiting for me in the playground. Mm. And I knew in that moment that something bad was going to happen. So I immediately went and I ran to the gate that would enable me to leave the park and go two blocks to my house. Well, I got to the gate and mm. I found out that they had locked the gate. And I, you know, wow. I managed to run through them. I, I, I don't know how I did. I ran straight through all five of them. I, I think I caught them off guard, but I got to the gate and it was locked and I was shaking it. I was shaking it, trying to open it, but it wouldn't open. And then for about five minutes, I was just in a fetal position being beat up. And I think wow. that there are a lot of people in our, in our society that can relate to that story. Maybe not literally, but figuratively that we're living in a fetal position sometimes feeling as if life is just beating us down. But I, I'll, I'll explain the next part that I, I want to touch on, Dr. Moby, because you, you said, what made you get into this? Mm. Well, my parents and I, I believe that all of us have choices to make in life. We make choices and our choices make us, as one of my mentors says. Mm. I went home and my parents, after they saw me bloodied and just not looking good after what just happened, they gave me a choice to make. They said, Devin, why don't you allow us to transfer you to another school? And almost immediately, without hesitation, I turned to them and I said, Mom, Dad, I, I'm not going anywhere. Wow. And, and in that moment, Dr. Moby, I made the best decision of my life. Because mm. if I would have said, yes, transfer me to another school, I would have laid a foundation in my life that would have said, it's okay to run, a run, run away from your problems. Mm. But I made a conscious decision that I did not want to allow anybody else to dictate my future except for me. I wanted to be the one. So then fast forward in the eighth grade, I was nominated by the, as the school president by the same people that beat me up in the park that day. So by me staying in that school, I ultimately won that battle. But then really quickly went to high school and I fell in love with personal development after an experience that I had with my, my father that was really an enlightening one. And I began to read personal development books I began to listen to motivational videos and audio tapes. And after a while, it wasn't instant. After a few months, I started to see how my reality started to change. I started to become so much more happy. I started to become a lot more optimistic. I became, I became so much more focused on my goals. I began to set goals, which I had never done before. Everything in my life just started to change for the better. So when I saw what it did for me, I said, I want to do this for other people. And I was a mediocre student for a long time. 
but an experience with my dad and I'll, I'm not going to go too deeply into it. He basically just asked me this question. He said, Devin, what makes you any different from anybody who's ever achieved anything great in this world? I said, dad, I have no idea. I'm only 16 years old. I don't know why you're asking me this. Can I go back to playing my video game? He said, no, no answer this question. I said, yeah. dad, I don't know. He says, Devin, never forget what I'm about to tell you. There is nothing different about you from anyone else who's ever achieved anything great in this world. Mm -hmm. They put on their pants one leg at a time. They put mm -hmm. on their shirt one arm at a time. So I ask you again, what makes you different? Mm -hmm. I said, Dad, listen, I don't know. Can I just go now? And he said, yes, son, you can go now. You can go now. But in that moment, he planted a little seed that enabled me to think. And in fact, it kept me up that night and I couldn't go to bed. Usually I hit that pillow. We're talking about sleep, Dr. Moby. Usually I hit that pillow and I'm out. But that okay. night I, I just couldn't fall asleep. And when I finally did, I heard a little whisper that just kept on saying to me, there's nothing different about you, nothing different about you, nothing different about you. And I tried to ignore it, but it wasn't until I woke up and I said, stop, that it finally went away. And I believe that that experience was the greatness within me that was waiting for me to just acknowledge it in order for it to just leave me alone for a little bit. And we all have those whispers. So I went from a mediocre student where I was 60th in my class right before that conversation to going back to school two months later and being ranked number five in my class because wow. I saw what was possible for me. Mm. Because prior to that, Dr. Moby, I was putting people on a plateau that was way above me saying, mm. oh my goodness, they must be so special, so gifted, so talented. Oh, look at all of them. I was worshiping them. But once I said, and I internalized it and I thought, there's nothing different between me and anybody who's ever achieved anything great. Then I leveled playing field. So now it was actually possible for me to radar instead of keeping it where I was. And then eventually going on to college and well, first I was rejected from almost every college I applied to 10 out of 12 colleges I was rejected from. But once I got there, I was able to have a perfect grade point average. I was ranked in fact, as a top 100 business student in America and by quants, uh, poets and quants, which is the end all be all for everything business schools in the nation and featured in Forbes and Yahoo Finance. And I was ranked a number three ROTC cadet in the country out of 7,000. And I say all of this not to impress anybody, but to impress upon you the fact that if somebody that lived a life, a broken life in the fetal position for so long, and I was able to turn that around and do what I did at such an early age, I believe that anybody else in this world could do it. They just need to be showed how and to know that it's possible. So Dr. Moby, that's why I do it because I saw the impact that it had on me. And I'm just a regular average dude that's able to do some extraordinary things by developing my mind and investing in me. So now I just try to pay it forward to other people. Wow, beautiful and very well said. You know, I think you have really narrated so well and this is such an important topic. You know, a lot of people, uh, what you are saying exactly, they think that, you know, that uh, they, when they're talking to me and also they think, okay, we could, I, I lost uh, weight and all that. Is it uh, difficult? I said, no, not really. It, you know, I was the same person before that and I never paid attention that you have all that in you. 
but you have to believe in it. There has to be hope and then there has to be light, which you see that. If you don't see the light and uh, you are wandering around, then that's where you lose your focus. So uh, it is all about discipline. It's all about thinking. And that brings another important topic, uh, which I always admire and I would like to share also, is a hope. A lot of people, you know, they, that's a famous experiment with the mice, if you remember, they did it, that they let the mice drown, and the mice drown in 15 minutes, okay? And they, uh, before they did the next batch of mice, they pulled them out by 14 minutes or so, and then put it back. Guess how many minutes did they fight? 60 hours. Wow. <laughs> so this is what hope does to our, your brain. If you can fight 60 hours, same eyes, instead of drowning, and then this same thing happens to us. If we think these, we all have difficulties around us, but if we give up and if we think that we cannot fight them, you are mistaken. You are very well equipped to actually handle 10 times or even 100 times more. But you have, for, you know, people say, where is the miracle? I said, for miracles, you first have to believe in it. Mm. You have to visualize it. You have to believe in it. And if you don't do that, uh, there's no, and that's why I think we have dreams and we want to have dreams and we want to accomplish our dreams. So it is a beautiful thing, actually to have dreams and then you build your dreams and but you can do it that's that is the key and i think you're very well said um and this is a message and um, you know with all this now look uh, what we had pandemic covid and so forth such a disaster everywhere but because we believed in that there is a light at the end of tunnel we made through it now it's much better and it'll be again better and we'll defeat this um and that's what our all history is all about you know uh, mankind right oh absolutely dr moby and i know it's been such a weird time this past year and it's it's been such an unfortunate experience in in so many so many ways and i I grieve for those that lost people, and I know yep. that people are still struggling with it. My heart goes out to everybody that has been affected to it. It's, it's been such a sad time. But like you said, there's, there's no better time for hope than right now. Yeah. There, there is no better time for hope than right now. But the thing that I, I want to talk about when it comes to hope, it's one thing to believe in hope, Dr. Moby, but it's another thing to prove that you should be hopeful. And yeah. what I mean by that is that you have to put yourself in an, in an uncomfortable situation mm -hmm. where you can prove to yourself that the hope that you have in yourself is credible. Mm. Because I believe, Dr. Moby, that one of the things that is wrong with a lot of us, and, and one of the coaching programs I'm in right now is with Bob Proctor. And Bob was talking today. I was listening to one of the calls we had. It's a group coaching. I don't want anyone to think you're 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 – you're coached one-on-one -on -one by Bob. Pro no, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> that would be nice, but no, but he was talking about that. A lot of humans lack self-respect, hmm. but That's what type of self-respect am I talking about? I'm talking about the type where you tell yourself that you're going to do something, but then hmm. you don't do it. And as a result, you come to believe and form a self image 
which is one of I'm not capable mm-hmm. of keeping the promises that I set to myself. It's like, Dr. Moby, if you and I were set to meet today and then you tell me, hey, we can't meet. And I say, OK, when are we going to meet? And you tell me next week at this time and then you don't show up again. And then that happens five more times. Eventually, I might be like, OK, enough with him. I don't respect him. Now, the thing is, and of course, I respect you, Dr. Moby. You know that. But I say that because we do the same thing with ourselves. We constantly break the promises with ourselves. And just as if I'm, I were to lose respect for somebody that just said something to me and then ended up never coming through, that's the same thing that happens with us. So the reason why we don't have hope, and I'm going to say hope in ourselves for a better future, is because we look at who we were in the past and see that we broke all the promises that we set for ourselves. I'm going to lose weight. You started on a diet for two weeks. You broke it. There's no hope. That's what people come to believe. There's no hope for me. I have no discipline. I'm a person that doesn't do anything right. All of these thoughts. But we have the ability. We have higher faculties that exist in the conscious minds. And one of them is the imagination. And with that imagination, we can paint a picture of what we want to be like. Who do we want to become? And instead, because what most people do is that they focus so much on their present results and their past results instead of focusing on their future desire result. And when you, when you focus on what it is that you want to achieve in the future and you focus on that beautiful image, it gets impressed on your subconscious mind. And you know what they say, whatever is impressed must be expressed. And it's, it's a cliche statement, but it's true. So the thing that I'm saying is that in order to be hopeful, you can't look at where you are right now. You have to be able to take a step back, an objective step back, not a subjective, an objective. Say that, you know what, I'm just going to take a step back from this and I'm going to look at this for what it's really worth. And number one, I'm going to look for the lesson in whatever it is that I'm going through. Because the past is where I learn the lesson and the future is where I apply it. So the hope comes from the future. This is what I want my future to look like. But you don't live in the future. As Dennis Waitley once said, losers live in the past. Winners learn from the past, live in the present, and are working towards their futures. So the hope comes from having this picture in your mind of where you want to go, regardless of where you are right now. And then putting forth the effort on a daily basis, knowing that you will eventually get there. You don't know when. You you might not even know how, but eventually you will. And I think that this is a perfect message coming out of the pandemic where so many people are facing uncertain times. They don't really know what their future holds. Paint the picture for what you want your future to look like. There's a quote, and I'll end on this, Dr. Moby. Ralph Waldo Emerson once wrote, he said, the paintbrush can only go as far as the heart is willing to imagine. That is beautiful. Yeah, so one's, that is life, beautiful. one's life can only go as far as in which he is willing to imagine. So mm-hmm. just, just think, what do you want your future to look like? But don't base it off of where you currently are. The only way to gain hope instead of having a feeling of defeat is to paint something based off of where you want to go. So mm-hmm. just do that. Don't focus on the past or what your results are right now. Chase after something bigger and better. You got more inside of you. I know. And that is, but, you know, a lot of people ask me, and I, I was in another podcast, and they asked me, you know, who impressed you and who, who do you follow? And I said, you know, 
my motivation is always uh, you know common people so i i meet uh, people at grocery store i met you know over with pandemic and you know with of course me being a first responder working at the hospital with all this pandemic and they asked me who was your uh, motivator i said well there were times which we broke down too and this was like but our my biggest uh, thing was a common people who were working by me and um, people who were cleaning bed sheets or cleaning the hallways of the hospital or clinic i asked them i asked them you know and they were motivation for me because they were working tirelessly like us too and and they were not being paid as much as we get paid and i i, I said you know i salute you all because you are really uh, bringing me that message the courage and to go on with with uh, with this pandemic and so for me common people uh, there are a lot of heroes out there but they don't get mentioned like you know big slaps or anything but they are there and every one of them can be like you said there's no difference between a big hero and uh, common people they all are but they don't appreciate what they have and Absolutely. what they are doing and that is beautiful message about self respect and uh, you know value yourself you have already achieved every one of you have already achieved something in life all you have to do is build another block mm. um and, you know so but to build another block you have to appreciate where you are and you have to then go next but you have to imagine and also have hope have clear direction in your mind um you know it is never a race it is uh, it is slow and steady progress um i always bring back tortoise and rabbit you know you can be rabbit yes you can <laughs> you can uh, take a couple of jumps and say you know i have reached and that uh, then you will lose uh, so it is it's going to be patience it's going to be you know so that's where i think a lot of things come from patience um yeah. that is such a important character because once you lose that you can uh, get into disappointment pretty quickly like you said people try to lose weight and they get disappointed i was too i tried to do that and but for some reason if you get disappointment and you lose hope that's where you go negative that's where you go wrong uh, so don't ever do that because then you start wondering left right left right you don't know where you are and the, and um, the thing dr moby with, mm -hmm. with that why we tend to lose hope is because there is no way mm. to measure how long it is going to take somebody to reach their desired outcome. There's, we, we all know that the, they have been able, let me say they, scientists and, and professionals that study agriculture, and they know the gestation period for the growing of a, a certain crop. Let's say, yeah. let, let's say I, I, any, any crop, you pick any crop, a scientist mm -hmm. could tell you how long it's going to take to grow. And when I say gestation period, I mean the period of which it's underground and it's forming before it sprouts above ground and you could see it. But the thing is, is that when we plant a goal, that's a spiritual seed. And you can maybe somebody will be able to in the future. But there is nobody in the world who has been able to determine the gestation period 
for a spiritual seed, which is what a goal is. You plant that seed in your mind and it just it starts going to work if you are repetitive with it and you fertilize it and so forth. But it might take you two years. It might take you two months. That's why do not get discouraged if it's not happening as quickly yeah. as you don't want it as you as you would like it to because there's no way to actually measure it. So I just wanted to mention that, mention that Dr. Moby. No, no, this is such an important thing because a lot of people, um, as you said, they have they have this expectation that in three months, six months. So by the same token, you know, I, I get a lot of patients saying, oh, I, we want to lose weight or do this in 30 days, you know. So because they have this expectation, which is, in my opinion, unrealistic. Okay. So you don't want to do that. And I tell them, even if you do that, let's say even if you do that change in 30 days, um, what is the plan 60 days, 90 days, five years, three years down the road? Okay. Is there a plan you have to keep that uh, off? Uh, no. And that's where you see a lot of people want uh, this immediate result of things. And then they lose patience on that if they don't get it. And this is sad. I mean, it could be even with COVID, you know, I, I remember when it started, a lot of um, folks would ask me on podcast, is when it's going to be over and when it's going to be. And then when my uh, answer was, are you wearing masks? Are you doing things what you're supposed to do? If you're not doing, uh, you're prolonging all this. Um, we could have cut that short, very short, if we had uh, you know taken care of the mass if we had taken care of, if we were not arguing that with the facts okay and even now with the immunization so i said what well, you're not doing your part buddy and you need to do that if you don't do that you know don't it, we cannot just think that oh it will go away when it's going away no six months three months nine months no it doesn't work like that it we all have to do our part you know that's that is important thing that you know they're missing so so but they do lose patience with that okay it's not done it's not we're losing patience but i said virus is not going to lose patience i mean that does not that small thing you know it's like perfect on and knows what to do uh, so it's uh, you know so we had to we had to learn okay but, uh, you know, it was hard. I think it, that I felt a lot of people had hard time understanding the basics. Yeah, absolutely, Dr. Moby. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a swing at something. And I'm not a medical guy, Dr. Moby, so I'm um, not going to even attempt to talk about medicine nor anything related to pandemic. But I, I want to take it in a different direction really quickly. And that is the pandemic that we've been facing for a long time. And when I think of and when I think of this, and I made a podcast episode on this on, on the One Life podcast, I've been practicing social distancing for such a long time, for way more than just the past 18 months or so. You may be thinking, what are you? You stand six feet behind people? No, I stand a lot further away from people that just dump nothing but negativity into my mind. You know, it was Earl Nightingale who once said in 1959 on The Strangest Secret that we now live in the phenobarbital age, the mm. age of ulcers that are brought about by nothing but your thinking, more heart attacks and depression and anxiety, all brought about by your thinking. 
And when I think about all of this, a lot of the time is we are products of our environment. We mm -hmm. are. From the time that we are little babies, we speak the language we speak because that's the language that everybody around us speaks. We like the food we like because that's what we're given by the people around us. But mm -hmm. the thing is, is that as we grew up, we continued to act the same way. And we just continue to allow people to pour into us whatever they want, they, whatever they want to. It, mm -hmm. it was Zig Ziglar who once said in his book, See You at the Top. It was a phenomenal book. He says, mm -hmm. if somebody comes into your house and mm -hmm. starts dumping trash all over your floor, one of three things are going to happen. You're going to come out and you're going to beat the heck out of me. You're going to come mm -hmm. out with a shotgun and you're going to say, you better get the hell out and pick it up before I shoot you. Or number three, you're going to hold me down until the cops come and arrest me. You're going to be up in arms that I'm in your house dumping trash. But the thing is, is that people are dumping trash into our heads every day. But yeah. yet we don't get upset. We just allow them to do it. But we don't have to accept what other people think. And to me, this is a real problem. Because you could chase all your dreams and ambitions and your goals, but if you're hanging around with people, you know they say that you make between two to three thousand dollars of the five the people that are closest to you, the five closest people to you. You make between two thousand and three thousand dollars. There's probably some people listening to this right now saying, "I gotta go make me some new friends," and I agree with you. So just be careful, because the pandemic, yes, it, it is coming to an end. But there's yeah. another one that's going to persist the rest of your life. And that is all of the negativity. And yes, it might not literally kill you. Thank God it, it, it might. It, a lot of people have developed ulcers, heart attacks, all from their own thinking of worrying about the future and so forth. And of course, there's, you know, I'm not a therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, and so that is not my expertise. Not mm -hmm. at all. But mm -hmm. what, I, what I do know, what I do know is that when you start to tune into better things, you start, into turn, you start to turn into a better person. And that's what happened to me, Dr. Moby, when I started to listen to more positive, uplifting things. My whole life and attitude began to change. Instead of just pouring reality television, pouring the news, pouring the newspapers, pouring in all the social media, I started focusing on how can I just train my mind to think better. So that's, that's what I got to say, Dr. Moby. That's a real problem in our society, too. That's absolutely right. What you said is absolutely right. And um, before also, I want to again point out, now when you are uh, happy and when you are thinking positive, brain is wired in a way that actually all your senses are resonating when you are in a good mood. I'm sure the example anybody can feel that when you're in good mood, you, you appreciate a lot of colors, you appreciate a lot of sound, you appreciate everything. When we are sad, when we are depressed, when we have these negative people around us or negativity around us, it tends to actually blunt all these senses. And it puts us in a cage, uh, which is self-imposed cage, and where you cannot even feel or do anything. The people could be sitting uh, for hours on a chair and being sad and thinking negative and sad. Um, you and know, Dr. Moby, let, let me say that it, it is, it is very true what you're saying. You know, mm -hmm. I've dealt with some people in my life where I, I, I witnessed this firsthand and it's heartbreaking, you know, and I just want everybody that's listening to this, listening to you and me mm -hmm. talk about this, Dr. Moby, that it's, it's okay to feel like that. 
It's okay. Well, that doesn't mean you have to continue to feel like that. You can do a lot of things to escape it, but it is so tough, Dr. Moby. I just want to recognize everybody out there that is dealing with some mental health health issue. I've seen it firsthand with people in my family struggle, struggle to their wits end with this thing. And you're not alone. There's somebody out there that loves you, that cares for you. Allow them to help you because nobody wants to see you how you are because I'm sure that there's somebody that loves you and cares for you. So, so just know that somebody's caring for you, loving for you, praying for you, and that you're not alone in this fight because I know that it might feel like you are, but you got a brother, sister, mother, father, somebody, and sometimes you might not even ever meet that person that is yeah. caring for you and loving for you. So I just wanted you to know that you are not alone. And that is so true that, uh, you know, there is always, um, you know, there, there will be always somebody who who will be praying and helping you. So don't lose hope. And that's true. That's such an important topic. And I think uh, with this, we already reached half hour of our conversation. It was fun talking to you. And it was such a, uh, I'm so impressed by your, uh, you know, all the, what you went through and how you dealt with. So life can give you lemon, but you can make lemonade. <laughs> that's right. So we end that and that. And any final thought or final message you have, Devin? No, just thank you, Dr. Moby. This was a really, really awesome experience. You are a, a very pleasant guest, and I love the communication that we had on here and prior to our conversation as well. So professional. Everybody that's listening to this, you have somebody that is very special and Dr. Moby. So continue to follow Dr. Moby as he is special. And if you want to check out what I got going on, you can follow yeah. me on Instagram at, at I am Devin Rodriguez. And you can check out the One Life podcast. It's on all podcasting platforms. But besides that, I just wish everybody the best of 2021 as we still got six months left. And I would just say really, really begin to invest in yourself if you're not. Read the yeah. books, go to some courses, do something. Because yeah. your life will dramatically change once you say that I am done living and being the person that I used to be. So, Dr. Moby, thank you. And I appreciate you with all of my heart, sir. I can't wait to have you on my podcast. Yes, I will be blessed. And I cannot even imagine what we're going to talk about because we were totally unscripted. And I love that because it was such a natural conversation. Thank you once again. Take care. Thank you, Dr. Moby. Bye-bye.